0: Hi, I'm Dr. Mike and this is the Out of the Pain Podcast where I share short episodes of easy to implement action steps to help you solve your inner and out of pain. Hello, this is my last episode on the opioid information and why I'm so passionate about helping solve people's inner and outer pain because I get to the source, the why, the cause, and a big cause of chronic pain, inner and outer pain is... Opioid use, you know, the, one of the biggest um, lawsuits here in the last couple of years, OxyContin maker pleads guilty and shuts down. In March of 2019, facing an estimated 2,600 lawsuits relating to its role in creating the opioid epidemic, Purdue Pharma, the maker of OxyContin, announced the company was considering filing for bankruptcy protection. Around the same time, New York expanded its lawsuit against the company to include allegations that company funds have been fraud- fraudulently transferred into trusts and offshore accounts owned by members of the Sackler family in an effort to shield, you know, the assets from litigation. In all court documents, reveal the Sacklers transferred more than 10 billion of the company's funds into family trusts. I'm not saying there's not loopholes. I'm not saying they don't have lawyers on the job. But how does this fall under the fraudulent conveyance statutes, which is attempting to avoid a debt by moving assets to another person or, or legal entity? It boggles my mind. You know, it appears the only reason they got away with this is they found a loophole of transferring their assets offshore. And like I said, I'm not sure there's not high high-priced lawyers that got this done. But the people that suffer the most are in the graveyard. Underground and their suffering families, or their disabled, or all, all of the other um, carnage from this atrocity. So the U.S. government enters the opioid business. Of course, Purdue finally filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in September 29, and at the end of op- October 2020, Purdue Pharma added—you uh, know—they agreed to plead guilty to th- three federal crime charges related to its role in the opioid crisis. Including uh, violating a federal anti-kickback law, conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government, and violating the Food and Drug Cosmetic Act. To settle the charges, Purdue is supposed to pay 8.3 billion in fines, forfeiture of past profits, and civil liability payments. However, the company doesn't have enough cash to cover the payments, so instead, Purdue Pharma will dissolve. You know, and it's um, going to. Um, Erect a public benefit company, in other words, a government owned uh, you know a controlled drug company. the new company will reportedly be controlled by a trust that will balance the trust interest against those of the American public and public health. Future earnings from this public benefit company will be used to pay off the eight point three billion penalty, which in turn is supposed to be used to combat the opioid crisis We'll see don't don't hold your breath on that one the Sackler family walks away scot free. The Sackler family, meanwhile, has reached a separate settlement in which they will pay two hundred and twenty five million in civil liability for causing false claims about OxyContin to be made to Medicare and other government health care programs. Wow, what a nice family. While the agreement does not release the Sacklers from potential criminal liability, it seems the family will walk away scot-free. And considering they already transferred, you know, some $10 billion into their family trust, the $225 million fine is very small, uh, you know, so they won't end up, um, you know, financially hurt at all. Oh, wild times. Penalties, they still won't cover states' claims. So even though $8.3 billion is a record-breaking settlement, states have filed claims exceeding $2 trillion in Purdue's bankruptcy case. $2 trillion. And according to a November 2017 report by the White House Council on Economic Advisors, the estimated financial cost of opioid addiction and death in the U.S. was $504 billion in 2015. According to the White House Council on Economic Advisors, the estimated financial cost of opioid addiction and death in the U.S. was $504 billion in 2015. In addition to healthcare costs, criminal justice costs, and lost productivity due to addiction or incarceration, this figure also takes into account projected loss earnings and the value of statistical life for people who died prematurely. Oh, it's you know, I talk about the money and the stats, but those are real lives. You know, there's families affected. There's employers and employees and, you know, uh, brothers and sisters and husbands and wives and kids and neighbors, and it's, it's wild. So here's some in, in interesting information from the University of Michigan. 38.1% or just over one in three people who misused opioids during their high school years ended up using heroin by age 35. Data from the National Institute on Drug Abuse also confirms that prescription opioid use is a significant risk factor for subsequent heroin use. Incidence of heroin use was 19 times higher among those who had used opioids non-medically than among those who had not used an opioid. 86, 86% of young urban injection drug users had used opioid pain relievers non-medically before starting heroin. The three primary sources of opioids were family, friends, and personal prescriptions. This is the reverse trend from the 1960s when more than 80% of those who started using opioids had started with heroin. Of those who began abusing opioids in the 2000s, 75% reported that their first opioid was a prescription drug. Nearly 80% of heroin users reported using prescription opioids prior to heroin. We have a problem, people. Quit taking opioids when there's so many other natural solutions over-the-counter. I I don't prescribe over-the-counter stuff and recommend it, but there's other natural solutions that we will get into starting tomorrow. So if you're struggling with opioid addiction, please seek help. You can go to your Workplace Employee Assistance Program. There's a Substance Abuse Mental Health Service Administration. You can contact 24 hours a day at 1-800-622-HELP. That's 1-800-622-HELP if you are a loved one or a family or neighbor needs help. There's ways to wean off opioids. There's ways to get help. I'm here for you. There's a lot of professionals out there for you. Instead of just popping a pill, we are going to dive in tomorrow on how to get some real-life, simple, holistic health solutions to solve your real inner, and outer pain. This is Dr. Mike signing off. Check me out on Facebook. I have private and a personal group called Out of the Pain on Facebook. And my website is outofthepain.com to get a free download ebook on 10 ways to solve pain quickly. Talk to you soon.